You're just waiting. You're waiting for me. I was waiting for you. I was waiting for you. I was waiting for you to wait for me. You ready? <laughs> I guess so. All right. Well, let's dive in. All right. Let's dive into our first car memories. There are a lot of them, and all of them good, Jay. Let's dive into embarrassing moments. There are a lot of them. <laughs> all of them good, Jay. <laughs> we'll do some fun facts just to make sure that we are delivering on the deliverables that are... In deliverance? In deliverance. <laughs> and thank everybody for listening to this podcast. We appreciate it. It's how Montreal wakes up. This is the Mornings Rock Podcast with Jay Sharon and Chantal. Show 977. The first time you got to play that song in your very first car, maybe uh-huh. you heard it on show, maybe you had a cassette deck. Probably a cassette. Or an eight track. <laughs> it is Throwback Thursday as we're getting set to make the switch to winter tires. Sharon got hers done yesterday because she's smart like that. Mm-hmm. We're wondering about your very first car. Text us at 1197.7 and tell us about yours. Now, we're not talking about your parents' car that you drove for the first time. No. The first car that you, like, legit... My owned because yep. you were meticulous about it. you were so excited about it when I you learned when you learned that ten dollars worth of gas got you fifty six kilometers totally and you would ride it right to the fifty five mark man though ten bucks went a long way back in the day it did back in the day back in the day my ninety four Honda Civic hatchback Ooh. was uh, was with me for a long time Jay <laughs> we had fourteen great years together me and that car. Wow. Uh, Hondas are great like that. Yeah, like it never lost its oomph. It always had great pickup. It was a manual, so I drove standard, learned how to drive standard to get that car. Um, it just felt great. I mean, it had no power anything. Right. So it was, I had to go old school and roll down the windows and turn the steering wheel. So I got a good arm workout every corner. But I loved that car. Tell me about the stereo. Well, I bought a stereo to be put in, and the face came off. Oh, was it a so pioneer? That, was it a pioneer? Oh my God, Sony. It was. I think it was a pioneer, and I think I got it at JD Car Stereo on um, on uh, over there. Did you put six by nines in the back. <laughs> I don't even know what that. Did is. you have a sub? Uh, no, I didn't go. Six bananas. by nines are the size of the car speaker that you would put in the back, or you would, <laughs> or you would have hooked up to the existing. No, speakers. I think I got speakers for the back, but they weren't. Uh, they were just better than what was there. But but and what was there was nothing. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that that was a big thing too. Like I don't know that it mattered so much. Obviously, it was cool if you had a cool car. But if you had bumping tunes, mm-hmm. it made like legitimately all the difference totally. in the world. My buddy had a 1976 or 78 Ford Maverick four door. It was just let's call it chocolate brown. We didn't call it chocolate brown. <laughs> but he would take the, the tower speakers from the basement and he'd just put them in the back seat and just the back seat was unusable. And you just had, we had tower speakers set up. Wow. Yeah. So it's interesting, you know, I knew this would happen. At least it's definitely happening for me and happening for Brian at 11.97.7. When you think about your first car, the detail always comes back to you vividly and you remember little things like for Brian, it was a white 1989 Chevy S10 truck. Doors had brown corduroy interior with pen holders. It also had a non-functioning subwoofer installed in the cab and a carpet bed. Wow. Right? Pen holders. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if you could have afforded that truck new, you might have been inspired to do so by watching this commercial. 
0 to 60. Showing identical trailers, Chevy S10 beat both full-size Fords. That's pickup power. And if a compact Chevy S10 with a V6 cannot accelerate a full-size Ford with a V8, imagine what it can do against Ford's little truck. The heartbeat of America. That's today's Chevy truck. Truck. Get your pens, put them in the door. 11977, <laughs> Throwback Thursday. First car ever. Tell us about it. Good morning, Shom. Sebastian here. Hello. Hi. My first car was my late grandmother's 2011 Chevy Malibu. I had two 12 inch subs that I installed with my dad. Good times. Actually, my dad's work car now, just without the boom boom. Oh, the boom boom. The he, boom boom. I like that he mentioned the church at West Park. I know some living wasn't happy hearing him roll past on Sundays. That's St. Luke's. Everybody knows that church. <laughs> and he gave you the uh, the exact address yeah. for J.D. Carstereo. J.D. Carstereo. Coachally, yes, of course. Duh. Can you make a living now doing aftermarket factory installs with car stereos? Let us know. 11977 if you still do that. It was such a huge business for mm -hmm. a time because everybody took out the factory. And you put in an aftermarket. You bought a Pioneer. You bought 5x9s. You bought subs. Sometimes you paid more for the stereo than you did the car, more often than not. But now car stereos, are they're pretty they're pretty good. Yeah. And they're, uh, you know, you link them to your phone and yeah, you're good to Bluetooth. go that way. Like mine's, my, mine's, mine's a factory Nissan, and it's got Bose speakers in it and a sub. Nice. So I'm like, yes. That's the only thing I heard, by the way, when they were trying to sell me the car. Bose speakers. Blah, blah, blah. V6 tops out at 250, blah, blah, yada, yada, yada. Subway for Bose. 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 Well, you got a good church you can stroll by on uh, Sunday if you no want to impress eh? them. <laughs> my first vehicle, my father's van, a Dodge Tradesman 200, which had homemade seats that would, if needed, turn into a double bed. Uh -huh, those were the days. <laughs> All right. Yes, they were. Off to the drive-in we go. Uh, Chris texted, uh, red 91 Honda Civic, bought it brand new, had it for 10 years, drove it till it was done. I love that car. I understand that feeling. I did the same with my Honda Civic. Yeah. Super cool. Also, Glenn wrote saying that his was a 68 Cougar that he also got his first speeding ticket with, doing 120 and the ticket was 22 bucks on the wow. Trans Canada coming off the mat. <laughs> 22, 22 bucks. <laughs> and, and a finger wagon. Now, don't you do that again. You're lucky if you can park for 22 bucks at a Habs game. <laughs> no kidding. I love this text as well. Morning, guys. I had a Hyundai Pony. Oh, yeah. 1985 or so. <laughs> Almost put it in neutral and pushed it into the St. Lawrence. Piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> so, friend Allison, yes, that Allison with the pet cow. Nice. Hi, Allison. We know you well. Now, what I did was I sourced out your car's commercial from that year. Listen to the way the announcer says the name of the company in this commercial. Ready? Yep. Check, check it out. The Pony. Power and agility in a compact, superbly bred package. The Hyundai Pony. Tough tested in Canada and backed by an extensive warranty. Take a pony for a ride. You'll be amazed. Get immediate delivery now at any of your lower mainland Hyundai dealers. <laughs> if you need a little clarification, it's Hyundai. 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 But I hear that and I'm like, have I been saying it wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. All of these years? We laugh and point until we're like, oh, wait, it's us. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing it way, way, way back. back. Frosted tips, wristbands, and acid-washed jean jackets. It's a throwback Thursday. On Mornings Rock with Jay, Sharon, and Chantal. Show 97.7. Get your winter tires on before December the 1st. Sharon, 
Got hers done yesterday. She's ahead of the curve. Yep. And she will be safely making her way back, back to West Island later on today. Yeah. Which is wonderful. Yeah, it looks like uh, weather is uh, delivering as promised. There's lots of snow falling. Not, I think, with the sunshine over the course of the next few days, it's certainly not going to last. But uh, it's causing enough problems for people that are like, I don't know how to drive. Which it happens every year, Jay. Reminiscing about the first car that you ever had. It was a day just like today that I smashed my very first car. Buick Skyhawk. See it, drive it. Fall in love with it. That's your Buick dealer. Buick. On, on this Throwback <laughs> Thursday, we are asking you at 1197.7, what do you remember about your very first car? My dad and I together had, um, we each had a motorcycle and we shared a car. We bought all the vehicles ourselves. So, you know, no golden, no silver spoon here. Hard work, got the car. So we shared the car, I would drop him at work. And then I would go to school and then I'd go to work and then he'd get away, a drive home from somebody at work. Cool. At least that was the theory. <laughs> the very first day that I had the car, I was working at a garage and he said, make sure you put the snow tires on today. Make sure you put the winters on because it's supposed to, supposed to snow. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How old were you? 16, I would have been 16. Oh, 16. Man. So in Alberta, where I, I, I grew up, it was uh, driving age there. So go do my shift. At the end of the shift, my buddy's like, hey, man, we're going over to Darren's. Go hang out there for a while. We should go there. I'm like, yeah, but yeah, okay, let's do it. So first snowfall of the year, three, the idiot convoy. <laughs> I'm car three behind my buddy Brad's Volvo. Which is, which is known for its safety features, like its stainless steel bumper. So the very first light we get to, everybody slides and I slide into Brad's Volvo. Oh, no. Boom, crack the rad on the, on, the, uh, on the car. My dad and I paid 500 bucks for it, took it home. Wow. Had, had to tell him. Had to watch him turn purple. <laughs> he was not impressed. I think I'd be blew one of my eardrums yelling at me. And it cost us as much as we paid for the car to fix the car. Oh. So a $500 car became a $1,000 car. Do you think you would have slid into Brad had you done what you were supposed to do, Jay? Probably. With an after-school special tone? I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. I had a Datsun B210 hatchback. Sweet. Bought it used in 1984. <laughs> and I learned after two years and just turning the radio up progressively higher to drown out that noise that apparently you have to change the oil. Now, that car <laughs> was from, that commercial for that car was from 1978, which was, of course, the, the oil crisis. Oh, right. So it was such a lineups to get gas. Wow, yeah. So that was the big thing at the time was whatever the fuel economy you could get that was the best, that's what you wanted to buy. I remember my cousin Carol Ann had a Datsun B210 that was teal in the, uh, teal. In like the 1980-81 area. She was a teacher at uh, Fathers of Confederation and then at Wilder Penfield for anybody who had Miss Wade. She had that cool car. Uh, speaking of having a car for two years or a two-year-old car, text, <laughs> it says, my first car was a 1994 Chevrolet Corsica. Had it for two years and sold it and it caught on fire as oh. the person drove it on the same day she bought it. Wow. Danger. No kidding. Not your problem anymore, though. <laughs> it's Sebastian. My first car was my late grandmother's 2011 Chevy Malibu. Ooh, yeah. With two 12-inch subs that I installed with my dad. 
And the church, remember this church? We talked about this church earlier. Oh, yeah, St. Luke's in West Park. Yeah, they were not happy hearing me roll past on Sunday. <laughs> Probably not. Good times. Actually, it's my dad's work car now, just without the boom, boom. Oh, how about this from Robert? Bought his first car in September of 1986. Brand new Honda Civic hatchback. I get you, man. Three weeks later, it had over 6,000 kilometers on it. Girlfriend and I went on a three-week road trip from Montreal to all over New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, and PEI. Fun, man. Wow. Worth the mileage. No mileage. kidding. That's for sure. Piling the miles to it. <laughs> I had a white 1989 Chevy S10. Doors were brown corduroy with pen holders. I remember the pen holders. Also had a non-functioning subwoofer <laughs> installed in the cab and a bed of carpeting. Nice, you guys. Ah, the Chevy S10. Zero to 60. Towing identical trailers. Chevy S10 beat both full-size Fords. That's pickup power. And if a compact Chevy S10 with a V6 cannot accelerate a full-size Ford with a V8, imagine what it can do against Ford's little truck. The heartbeat of America. That's today's Chevy truck. A lot so, of me doesn't know what he said. Like, no, there was like, a lot. Wow, of, that is impressive. It used to always be about the specs. <laughs> also, every single commercial was done by the same guy. It didn't really matter. Ford, Chevy, Volkswagen, BMW. Get here now. Leave your money in the bank, not in the tank. <laughs> okay. Thank you for those texts. Keep them coming. Eleven ninety-seven seven. The Throwback Thursday. You got to wonder how safe was your first car, <laughs> right? Because you know you, you your parents wanted you to be in a safe vehicle. Yes, they did. But often when you saved your money, you know it was more important you to just get something and get, get what it on you the can road. afford. <laughs> I got a buddy that had a Volkswagen Beetle, and it just it just never ever got warm. <sighs> and like I said, I went to high school in Edmonton, so it was like very cold. Yeah. And we, of course, were, you know, 16 and 17, so you only wore a jean jacket in January. And that was open in the front. Because you, you got to look cool, <laughs> right? Van Halen t-shirt underneath, going to a house party, freezing your butt off. Oh, my gosh. With that little tiny block heater in the Volkswagens that never really did anything. Well, for those people that were uh, making any time on the lakeshore back in the day to go to the Edgewater. You might have got a ride from uh, the texter in their 1977 Pontiac Ventura. Ooh. It was gray, but had it repainted fire truck red. Used to pick up eight of my friends before going out to the Edgewater. Fun times. Caps lock fun times. Caps lock. Um. I had a blue 1978 Mustang V8302. Got it in 87. When it worked, it was an engine on wheels. Took flight one night in the overpass in St. Hubert. <laughs> I called it the Blue Nightmare. Wow. That is from Darren. Nice. And bought my first car in 96. It was an 86 Chevy Cavalier, previously belonged to my mom. Nice. It leaked power steering fluid, so my uncle... This is so environmentally, environmentally friendly. It leaked power steering fluid, so my uncle showed me how to put in the fluid whenever it needed it, because apparently that was cheaper than getting it fixed. Oh, my gosh. Convinced myself that it looked badass when I drove it to school, and then had to stop and pop the hood to put the power steering fluid in. Must have really impressed the ladies. That's so funny. Uh, Lisa, my first car was a 1991 red manual Honda Civic that I bought for 2000 bucks, and I named Peter Honda. <laughs> After <laughs> Peter Fonda. Love that. Oh my gosh. How about this one? I had a 1979 Jeep CJ7. No heat, soft top, cloth doors, uh, one speaker, cassette radio, Vice Squad tape stuck in it. Vice Squad. <laughs> wow. That's all you could listen to was that. Fun. Vi okay. I'm going to find that. Eric says he bought a 96 Grand Am. Damn thing had constant overheating issues. Eventually died a year and a half later. And it certainly didn't die because of its kick-ass commercial. Now it's your time. It's your 
Oh, yeah. It's like they got Kim Wilde and Steve Perry to sing the song. <laughs> Thank you for all those texts. That was a lot of fun today. My gosh, a lot of cars on our screen and certainly a lot of cars on the road because of the snowy conditions. Go easy, everybody. Thanks for having us along for your ride. This is the Morning's Rock Podcast from Show 97.7. That's the fact, Jack. That's the fact, Jack. Amaze your friends, amaze your family with these tiddly bits. <laughs> Of cerebral cortex that we like to call fun facts. True. He just said to amaze your friends and family with your tiddly bits. Here we go. Hey, Jay. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. Right. Montreal Alouettes are playing in the Great Cup this weekend for the first time since 2010. It's been a while. 13 years, man. Well, that's it. It's a fun straight ahead fact. And it's straight up, straight up fact. <laughs> fun fact. The word teenage has only been around since the 1920s, speaking of a long time, which means that lawns definitely came first. Get off my lawn. (laughs) Hey, uh, fun fact. Mm. The name Pepsi came from the word dyspepsia, which means indigestion, which the original purpose was to help people with digestion issues. Kind of similar, but not really, like the original ingredient of Coca-Cola which also potentially caused bowel obstruction. Cocaine. 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 Hey, speaking of French fries, which we were earlier this morning, talking about our all-time favorite fast foods, the average North American eats 110 pounds of potatoes a year. That's more than any other vegetable. That is a fun fact. It's a lot of taters, man. Hey, here's a fun fact. Before he became a famous rock star, Rob Zombie worked as a production assistant on... Pee-wee's Playhouse. Oh. Yeah. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. Babies have around 300 bones at birth. <laughs> Eventually, those bones fuse together to a standard 206. Wow. That's why they're so malleable. They're bouncy. That's right. Including that soft spot. It becomes harder later on. Thankfully. <laughs> fun fact. Speaking of junk food today, the world's largest dairy queen is in Saudi Arabia. Oh, wow. 7,500 square feet, two-story restaurant in the capital of uh, Riyadh. It seats up to 240 customers. Ooh. Oh, 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 wow is right. And finally, this fun fact. <laughs> the cake... In the teen movie classic, 16 Candles, you know, with Molly Ringwald? Yeah. That cake made of cardboard. Really? Long duck, though? All dong, baby. Oh, no more Yankee, my wanky. The donga need food. <laughs> Those are your fun facts. The Morning's Rock Podcast. If you can't narrow down... Your most embarrassing moment ever at 11.97.7. Feel free to just give us your latest embarrassing moment because we've all had them. Mm-hmm. 15,000 people were asked about their most embarrassing moments and certain categories came to the top. Here are the top answers. 93% of people have tripped or fallen in yep. public. Yep. 83% of us have texted the wrong person, including <laughs> Pat at 11.97.7 who accidentally called his mom to try and buy some drugs from her. No. When he was 16. I that one. Turns out my dealer and my mom both had phone numbers that started with 291. Wow. Pat, by the way, uh, extra points today for having four or five different embarrassing moments, which we'll get to <laughs> throughout the show. I've just decided to spread them out. It's true because I saw the other... 
two at least. No, yeah, two. Also, I don't know if we're allowed to say sharded on the show. Also making the It's list. a portmanteau, though, Jay. Two words make one. Ah, okay. So, I mean, if we can put it under a fancy name like portmanteau, <laughs> then perhaps we are allowed to say shard. Fair enough. <laughs> well, now that we've done it, <laughs> I once sharded working behind a bar. I had to go take off my boxers in the back of the store and then tried to sneak off with them folded up in my pocket. Pocket? To throw it away outside. Pat. And someone saw me. Of course they did. Wow, thank you for the thank you for the sharing. So there you go. Turns out there's all kinds of stuff all of us have done. For instance, you try and take a sip of something, completely miss your mouth. <laughs> I think I've done all of these things. I think so. And I think that I'm totally in the tripping and falling category. And I can tell you that the difference between doing it as an adult mm -hmm. in your 50s is that you're concerned that you're going to die. Yeah. Uh, and when you do it when you're 15, you're sure you're going to die. Didn't you celebrate the anniversary of falling, going up your own stairs by falling again? Oh, God. Uh, yes. <laughs> the scab had finally healed? Yeah. And then I just heard it the other day. Anyways. <laughs> But that's what happened. Legit, right? Yeah. You were going, I remember this, you were going up your I'm stairs. Walking up the stairs with my dog. And you fell. And I foot, my my thing caught and boom, like it happened within a second. I thought, oh my God, like it hurt like hell. Like it hurt so much. Tears came yeah. right away. Yeah. At least when you do it in your own home, it's not as embarrassing because that tends to be the go-to. True. No matter how bad people wipe out, I've seen people fall off bikes. I've seen them doored by cars. I've seen them hit curbs. No matter how bad a spill is for someone, the first thing they do is go, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm all right. Even though they're generally not. Exactly. Because they're, they're embarrassed. Well, the embarrassing thing, I think, too, when you, I can just say the words cougar boots. Remember cougar boots? Yeah, I had cougar boots. Of course you did. Cool kids had the cougs. Uh, but you're less cool when the, uh, the little loops get caught or like the lace gets caught on the opposite boot yes. and you're strutting across the parking lot at high school and chink and boom you're on the ground <laughs> and yes that's a rite of passage sure mean, mean that the, happened do you mean the metal hooks where the yes that happens that happens to the boots I wear here to work that's I cross my legs talking and I'll try and stand up and sometimes <laughs> I fall over and that still happens in adulthood see well though that's what happens when it happens when you're 15 it prepares you for adulthood okay we're getting this is a really good start I'm very <laughs> proud of everybody so far 11977 either the most embarrassing thing you've ever had happen or just the latest <laughs> the most recent the most recent <laughs> and for this Honestly, I don't think this qualifies as an embarrassing moment for you. But I thank you for the text. I think this makes you a romantic. I had a girlfriend when I was 16. <laughs> my mom didn't want me to date. One Saturday morning when my mom left, I took my brother's BMX and drove 35 kilometers to see her. <laughs> to this day, my family still makes fun of me. Imagine the quad pain after that. Good get there. Right, you're not there. skipping leg day, brah. <laughs> That's funny. That is for sure. How about this? Um, in front of hundreds of people at Heathrow Airport when they rerouted the security line behind me, because a week before coming home from five weeks of backpacking, they changed the rules of what you could bring home. Elisa plus replica musket equals armed officers. Oh. To boot, the walk of shame down the airplane aisle to my seat and seven hours of stairs from flight attendants. Wow. <laughs> so just... My quick question for you, feel free to follow up at 11977. When you talk about they changed the rules, there was a time where you could bring a replica musket onto an airplane? <laughs> well, Is this pre-9-11? But if it's a replica, does that mean it's a functioning musket? 
I would say replica means non-functioning, right? You I would, would say you so. Would, you would think. I think you could probably weaponize anything, though. Also, but, if you're hey. going to try and hijack my airplane with a musket, by the time you get out the tampering rod and have dropped in the balls and the gunpowder, we've taken you over. You're going down. Wow. It's a tough guy right there. Seriously, when's the last time? I mean, you, 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 you know what it's like to load a musket. You've done recreationist events before, as have I. Tons of time. We did the Battle of Hastings together. <laughs> you don't remember? We did the Valley Forge. We relived the Alamo. Oh, that. Yeah, we're, yeah. You're, we're both very familiar with how to load a musket. Grab the balls, you say. Exactly. Put them the, here, the, and, you and said. It's the whole difference. Exactly. <laughs> Again, you cannot underestimate how long it can take you with the tampering. That's true. You got to wonder, too, when, 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 when someone writes something like that, seven hours of stares from flight attendants. Not fun. And you know why they're staring at you? Not because you should be embarrassed, not because of what you brought on the plane, but because you you held them up. Yeah. And often that's what's more embarrassing about embarrassing moments is the shame that you feel from, from other people, which why, again, I go back to doing stuff in your own house. There's almost nothing embarrassing that you can't do in your own house that isn't as bad when you do it in public. It's oh, way yeah. worse. Totally. Right? And it shouldn't be. I mean, stuff happens, right? Like um, your stomach growling. That happens all the time, and I end up bringing attention to it when it does. Did you hear that? Was my stomach? Yeah. <laughs> With this one, I used to work in a wine craft shop. Oh yeah. And I dropped a carboid full of. I'm not up on my super wine terms. Armon, armone, amarone. Some amarone. 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 I should have asked my Italian friend. See. Very deep and sedimentary, which equivalates to thirty <laughs> bottles. Stained the grout on the floors. That's how bad it was. Wow. Wow. Letting that sink in for a second? Yeah. I we like, thank you for your text. I like Amarone. That's why. What a wasteful. What a waste of excellent waste. wine. <laughs> <laughs> Suffice it to say, when it comes to our most embarrassing moments, no matter how early they happen in our lives, we never, ever forget them. Something that happens to, to me daily when I go downstairs to our production facilities to voice commercials, there's a door that says, it, I can never remember if it's push or pull in one of the studios, and I just hear from behind me, it's push. <laughs> Every time, it's push. But J like, J it's, 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 pu it's push. Even in a row, in the moment, you're not just pulling or pushing the wrong way once. You do it, then you do it again because you're sure it's whatever you're trying to do. It's like they say, which way does an HDMI cable go in? It goes in the wrong way, then the wrong way again, then the first way that you tried when it goes in the right way. Right. Hey, guys, it's Dave. <laughs> when I was 17 years old, 1993, went to Darwin Falls with a group of buddies to swim in the river. For whatever reason, didn't bring a bathing suit, so I swam in my boxers. Mm -hmm. On one particular spectacular dive into the turbulent water, my boxers got pushed down around my knees. I quickly realized that I had to decide between drowning or losing Aww. the gear. As I swam to the edge of the river, I asked my buddy Billy for, for some assistance. He being the jackass that he is, put a pair of shorts about 10 feet out of my reach as I climbed shyly out of the water with my awkward, naked 17-year-old body. I looked up to see that the huge observation deck was full of tourists enjoying the view. Thanks, Billy. Case in point, you never, ever forget. No kidding. Oh, my gosh. That's wow. good. Yeah. That further proves that uh, what my mother said, which was, if you ever caught naked anywhere, cover your face. Right, because that's not we what they're going to the remember. Parts. That's, that's right? true. From 1197.7, it's Ben. I'm in my early 20s. I was recently riding the bus back home, and on the run, my brother and his girlfriend got on the same bus. 
It was an empty seat by my side, so my brother sat down and his girlfriend stood in front. Chit-chat, someone got off, my sister-in-law sat down the other side of me, got to the destination, fist-bumped my bro, jumped up, turned around, double-cheeked kissed the, his girlfriend, was ready to leave, and my brother's staring <laughs> at me like, what are you doing? I double-checked to realize that my sister-in-law, actually, my, his girlfriend, rather, had sat two seats away from me, so I ended up kissing just a random strange girl. Oh, that's nice, though. Maybe that's like how they, how they met. Unless she hated it. How'd you guys meet? He kissed me against my will on a greyhound. Eleven ninety-seven seven. Your most embarrassing moments, and it's true. We talked about that a little while ago. That your embarrassing moment included forty police, at least officers or cars. At least I I worked here. <laughs> I worked. I was doing. I did news talk radio, basically the same as CJAD in Toronto before I came here. Yeah, and um. I was doing a report on a ride program, and it was the biggest one of the year. It was the holiday kickoff. And I went out to report on it at like 8 o'clock at night. It was under an underpass. And there was probably 30 cop cars. They had everything blocked off. It was a very big deal. And as I pulled in to do the report, I backed my car into a squad car <laughs> during a ride program oh where they have to immediately give you the breathalyzer because you were the doughhead that backed into a police cruiser. So then on my way home, I got pulled over by another ride program. And the, the cop leaned into my door and said, can you do us a favor and try not to hit any more cars on your way home? <laughs> so they tracked me on the way back. <laughs> That's nice. So then they've got the ability to watch for the bad guys. That's eh? right. And they, they choose to use that power to, to make me feel like a knob, which I did. Eleven ninety seven seven. Lots of great. And, and thank you for sharing them because it's not easy. And you're all putting your names on them, which is even cooler. Yeah. <laughs> I think that uh, we were talking about it before that if it happens to you when you're younger, there's that time that allows you to tell the story and admit that it was you in the moment when you're in your teenage years yeah. where you're like the opinion of others matters somewhat more you're like ready to die Sean's a classic Sean is a classic Sean wrote he's been he had been dating a girl for a few months it was time to meet her mom got invited over for supper and I brought the mom flowers I gave her the flowers and then I reached into my pocket and handed her the little packet that goes in the water to keep the flowers fresh Turns out, I grabbed the wrong thing and handed her a condom. Wow. <laughs> nice to meet you. What's funny, too, is the package you described also <laughs> keeps your flower clean. Oh, brother. It's true. Wow. You know, if I was that mom in that in that situation, while I might be a bit embarrassed for Sean, I would be happy that my daughter and her boyfriend were being responsible. That's true. Right? Just before the my husband beat the crap out of you. Just know that I'm proud of you, dear. Just know, just know before before you're, you're, you get chased from the home. Peter wrote, back in 1988, I was a guardsman in Ottawa. My first shift as a sentry at the Governor General's residence. Mm, impressive. I was reaching the end of marching my beat. I turned around to go back, brought my knee up, and split the crotch of my pants right open. A tourist with a camera was right there <laughs> as my junk swung into full view. A couple of back-to-back -back junk texts. Junk texts, back-to-back, yes. <laughs> that is is from Peter, no pun intended. <laughs> thank you for that, Peter. And thank you, Sean. Uh, thanks, you guys, for sharing your embarrassment. Uh, you, know, you can do that any day. We appreciate it today, <laughs> though, <laughs> at 11.97.7. Um, and falling was on the top of the list of things that people were, you know, most commonly embarrassed about, which is great, because I've done that quite a bit. Falling in public. Is way more embarrassing, certainly. Uh, texting the wrong person, reacting uh, inappropriately on text or social media. I did that once, too. A friend of mine posted a picture. Uh, not a super close friend, but an older friend. And it, I'm not trying to make it sound any better, but she posted a picture of her brother who had passed away. And this was news, and she shared it in her story. And my reaction on that was a laughing emoji. 
Oh. On a like total mistake, obviously, because your brother dying is not funny. No. No, and I, I, you can't take it back. You can't take the reactions back on a story. So I had to quickly message her. I'm, like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm sure she understood. Oh, she totally did. Obviously, you weren't. And maybe I gave her a story about that idiot, Sharon, who <laughs> sent, me, sent me a laughing emoji. By the way, I looked it up because I think it's a little bit confusing when you talk about the holes in the boots. Because I have a pair of boots that this does happen. Because there's the holes that the boot laces go into. No, it's the, the metal things. That's what I was, that's what yeah. I was getting to. They're yeah. called speed hooks. Because they're for hikers to be able to do their boots up quickly when they're hiking. Oh. Which is also interesting that they're called speed hooks because they're responsible for making you come to a dead stomp. Very fast. When you fall fat on, <laughs> flat on your face. <laughs> speed death. Good morning, show It's Phil here. So this story is about my buddy, not me, but it's pretty hilarious. Sure it is, Phil. Yeah, Phil. He was on his first date with a girl they'd never met prior to the day. Oh, wow. They were riding through the trails in his truck. He needed to use the bathroom, so he pulled the truck over and went to pee behind the truck. Forgetting that his backup camera was defective and stayed on whenever the truck was in park. So she saw everything while he was relieving himself. The good news is they've been together for six years now. (laughs) That's funny. That sealed the deal. Was it like a long story short? Come on, that was funny. Or you could go with objects in the mirror are larger than they appear. <laughs> Thank you for your text at 11977. We appreciate it. Get your day started with Jay, Sharon, and Chantal. Show 977. Thank you, as always. Be it five seconds, five minutes, or five hours you spent with us this week, it means the world to us. We appreciate it. Totally. So before we leave you with uh, Randolph the Toothless. <laughs> It's the best and the worst we kid because we love. We love him. Of so the much. week that was. Your morning's random in a second, but first. So much. First. Bye. Bye, you guys. Oh, the seed is The seed is eat. Bird, bird, bird. All right. That's a fun start. Here's some stuff you may have missed. The best and worst of the week that was. Completely out of context. It's Mornings Random. Today in Florida, the world's largest scab is unveiled. (laughs) I've got the details for you. We'll pick that off a little bit later on. Which you need to have enough lubrication to do. Which isn't always easy first thing in the morning. Let's go chitty chatty. We'll do some mythy mathy. If you could just sit down with HR for a couple of minutes and talk to them about your proclivity to talk about your testicles. That would be wonderful. <laughs> Mamie's not a nun. Mamie not a nun. Oh. Is what happens when Steven Tyler burns his tongue on hot coffee. <laughs> Mamie not a nun. So let me just recap for a second. Sure. We have we, uh, yep, yep, we, yep. we uh, talked about lube yep. and ended with uh, an explosive Body sperm well. Got it. And if you think that it couldn't get any better, you'd be right. We've peaked. <laughs> you can keep your mornings rocking. Follow Shom, Jay, Sharon, and Chantal on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to keep the conversation rolling all day long.